Hey, this is JJ Arcega Whiteside of the Philadelphia Eagles, and you're listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Fly, Eagles, fly. You're listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Welcome in everyone. This is the Full 10 Yards podcast where every yard counts. Thank you to JJ Arcega Whiteside there for the lovely introduction. Um, yeah, we'll have more of those in the off-season. Since we last spoke, the winners of the Thrones in Eurovision and Westeros were both decided and we'll be deciding on today's podcast <laughs> who sits atop of the throne today in the Power Rankings episode. Our, our drive today looks like this. First down, as it usually is, as... as as predictable as uh, Dallas were on first down uh, over the last couple of seasons, news and notes, we'll be bringing you those from both sides of the pond, including the uh, NFL UK International Series ticket news, uh, some some disgruntled fans, no doubt, and uh, including the Kung Su Panda agreeing terms with the, Bucks, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after Gerald McCoy was released. Second down is going to be our main segment where we look at power rankings, where we're going to be discussing all the different opinions between the three of us uh, why some team, why someone is more high on one team or lower on another team than the other two? Third down, Steve from Kickers Matter joins us for for the quiz, looking to bet at the fabulous effort from Simon last week in the full ten questions. And fourth down, we'll be, be doing a bit of housekeeping as well, just to give you all the updates, all things full ten yards, uh, including some information on some great guests we have next week. But let's bring in the personnel for the drive, Lee. During last week's pod, of course, where the uh, Leeds game was on. Uh, question is, have you gotten over it yet? Just about maybe I didn't want it to be mentioned, but yeah, uh, yeah, not a good, not a good day. Um, yeah, let's move on. Okay, Rob, how did your your Eurovision go? I see. Uh, talking of Buccaneers, I see uh, Madonna tried to retire a Buccaneer. Jesus, I mean, come on, she's I put a tweet out straight away saying she's got to retire because that was absolutely dreadful. Mm. I mean, she's had a fantastic career, don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, she's uh, definitely a bit long in the tooth now, bless her heart. Mm. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a massive Eurovision fan, which is weird because I don't really watch much TV. I don't watch reality TV at all. But uh, something about the Eurovision, I just love it. And it's 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 mostly because it's stupid. And uh, the voting just really, well, it pisses me off in the end because it's just all about po- politics, isn't it? But it's, uh, I don't know, me and the missus, we sit there, we've got our little grade books out and we grade each one, uh, you know, as we like them. And we're always a million miles away uh, from, from the actual winner um, who ends up being some Euro trash singing about, well, with the hiccups or whatever. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good night. But mm. um, <laughs> oh, looking forward to it next year already. <laughs> mm. Who is who is more out of the sink? Madonna Madonna singing or uh, Ronald Jones in the backfield last year for Tampa? Oh, that's a, that's a close one. Uh, <laughs> probably, probably, probably Ronald Jones, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I think he just nudges it. Just on the just on the nudge. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so look, I suppose we, uh, we'll kick it off. We'll, we'll get, in, get him in amongst the drive. It's first down. Okay, as I said at the top of the show, NFL UK have released some ticket information uh, about the NFL games. Obviously, over here, the four games, two in two at Wembley, two at Tottenham. But unfortunately, just the season ticket info, uh, lads, uh, unfortunately announced today. Uh, I've seen more outrage about this than the end of uh, the Game of Thrones season eight. But basically, I think the crux of it is if you even if you have a Wembley season ticket, you uh, you don't get a priority uh, priority sale for the for the Tottenham games. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? You'd think that, you know, the people who've sort of put the money in and, you know, helped out with the cash flow and the, the buzz about, you know, the whole series that we're going to have over here would get sort of a bit of reward to, you know, have that priority. 
mm. first and foremost. You know, that's just like the minimum they could do, really. And apparently I saw someone tweet out saying that, that they, they were promised that, so they've kind of, like, reneged on that, which is kind of really bad as well. Yeah, I didn't I'd say, uh, until I saw the, the part about that they, they were promised, I didn't see that person myself, but I'm, I'm fine with them not getting... I mean, the sense of entitlement to the Wembley season ticket holders, obviously... They, <laughs> The, the caveat of them, if they've been promised, then that's fair enough. But the, the sense of entitlement to everyone that's obviously on the, on Twitter and Facebook is just absolutely amazing, uh, absolutely fascinating. Rob, what were your thoughts? Uh, it's just, as soon as they realise, the NFL this is, as soon as the NFL realises that actually we, we do like their sport and there is a big hardcore fan base for, for that sport in this country, as soon as they realise that and actually start, you know... <laughs> Put, treating it properly do you know what i mean it, it, they need to get some sort of a system here where it works rather than this free-for-all of no one really knows what's going on every year this happens everyone's mm. there's on the nfl uk facebook site there is forever questions this time of year when anyone over the tickets coming out anyone there's just no information for us public about these tickets and when it when there is information it's just like oh yeah whatever we'll let these people have these tickets and you know it needs to be a proper system in place because we will sell Wembley out we will sell Tottenham out mm-hmm. you know it's it's come on get get your ass in gear and let's get a proper system going here and you know give everyone a chance to go see this great sport and it's getting more and more popular every year. I say that every week on this podcast. This this is getting more and more popular every year. The NFL, mm-hmm. more and more interest, but they don't. They seem to be a bit blasé with the whole ticket, and it, it, it's a little bit annoying. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's a, bit, it's a bit frustrating. Obviously, back in the day, in the in the early days, it was like you, you signed up to register, and then not as if you, you weren't allocated. I think that was a super bash. Remember super bash back in the day. Mm. In London, that that was a kind of a lottery lottery thing. I, I know some people have been saying do it like a like a lottery because everyone's problem is obviously the touts. They make it easy for the touts to get them, don't they? Uh, and then yeah. obviously, yeah, that, yeah, I think that that's the main gripe, isn't it? Uh, which, which is fair enough. So yeah, they, they could implement a system. But the problem, the problem is with all the, all the people moaning that, that our Wembley season ticket holders not getting priority for Tottenham is even if even if NFL UK piss off all the people that are currently Wembley season ticket holders and they, and they all bugger off. There's just going to be people waiting in line. It's just like waiting for Arsenal season tickets back in the day when they moved to the Emirates. Yeah, now you can get an Arsenal ticket for you know five or in kind of. We move on, but uh, yeah, just to give you guys the the lowdown, Wembley renewals will go on sale 28th of May until June the third. I think that's 10 a.m. on May 28th. Uh, the, for people wanting new season tickets, uh, I'm not sure that that'll be a very long queue considering the news about Spurs. Uh, they'll go on sale from the 4th of June to the 10th of June. And for those wanting to get a bit of the action over at White Hart Lane at Spurs' new ground for the first new game, uh, the first game there in the NFL. Uh, UK International Series, they go on sale from the 6th of June at 10am until the 10th of June. No, no surprise that there's no information on a single single ticket sales um, that just like they always drag their feet every other year. Anything anyone else wants to say about the uh, UK ticket information before we move on? If just anyone gonna... wants to give me a ticket, feel free. <laughs> my details. Unfortunately, I did have an, a, a savings account, especially for this event, um, but recently I've bought um, nappies, car seat and a crib. <laughs> Um, which has set me back all the money that I'd save for the NFL tickets. So if anyone out there has got a spare one, do let me know. And I'll, uh, you know, at FFRipballer on Twitter, shoot me a message and, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, so I haven't decided because obviously I live in in Wee Bonnie, Scotland, but I haven't decided if I'm, I want to come down for one or two games. So um, I'll probably try and get one at each ground. But season uh, single tickets are very very hard to get. But um, surely, surely as a Game of Thrones fan, you would live above the north of the wall, right? I do live north of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was just going to jump in and just say that. Yeah, I agree with what Rob's saying. To be honest, uh, it's always a bit of a sham, isn't it? At the end of the, end of the day, you know, people just asking, just wanting information, really. And you know, if they just release like a schedule of right on this date, we're going to release some information. You know, it it mean that everyone's just waiting for that day, and then you release the information, then people act on it. Yeah. But then the information has always seemed to be inadequate when they you know just come up with these announcements that are seemingly quite short notice announcements at that. You know, if people had like, you know, if they released like a proper schedule, then it would satisfy people, and people wouldn't complain, and people wouldn't put, you know, ridiculous comments on Facebook every five minutes asking if anyone knows, which yeah. no one obviously does any time. Yeah, yeah, and also to a further point to that, everyone like get over yourselves, stop complaining to Neil Reynolds and give him a lot of crap. I know, I know, I'm not his greatest fan, but. There's more to life than, you know, Neil, Neil Reynolds isn't Alistair Kirkwood. Do you know what I mean? It should be Alistair Kirkwood that you're forwarding that kind of stuff onto. It's not Neil Reynolds. Mm. It's nothing to do with it. Yeah, um, I think it's, I think it, I was saying in our group chat earlier, I think it's a bit cool to hate Neil Reynolds. Mm. He was quite cool when I met him last year. So shout out to you, Neil. Mm. Um, you were quite cool when I met you before the Chargers game. So, um, yeah, I, I think he gets a bad rap, doesn't he? And he's caught the face of the, say, face of the game almost in this country. So I think people just directed their anger towards him unfairly. Yeah, keyboard warriors. Um, I'll, tell, I'll tell you one thing, he's done a lot more for this sport in this country than he has done less. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, completely agree with that. Riddle me this. Uh, okay, let's move on. Oh, look, a wildling's just passed my window. Um, Jets, <laughs> Jets, <laughs> have fi- <laughs> Jets have fired uh, general manager Mike McCagnan. Uh, so Adam Gase has somehow uh, found his way to interim whatever he is. I, I, I don't get it what, what it is with Adam Gase. I don't know if it's something happens when he makes that funny eye, when he bulges his, his, his eyes out and just people like leave but um, uh, I, I don't really have too much I know quite a lot of people are, uh, are kind of looking at the timing being a bit funny but considering obviously they allowed Mike McCagnan to do all the draft and the timing but, but, is crazy yeah but there is it though because the reason I say the reason yeah. I say that no no right so, well, so well, if you if you I mean, fire that's... if you fire Mike McCagnan before the draft and bring in mm-hmm. Adam Gase you've you've lost all the twelve months or eighteen months of of the prep that they've done for for that draft, and you're going to, Adam Gase and all the rest of them are going in blind. And I know, I know you can pick anyone you want, and but you know, to, at least he's got an idea of who you know the players that are you know are suitable for, for the Jets, sense. if you like. Whether or not they're Adam Gase people or not, you know, you you if you, I'd rather go in with you know even if you know that Mike McCagan is going to be fired, I'd rather go in with all his. Uh, all his prep and all the work he's put into to drafting and making their and the making their board, their big board, um, rather than just going in blind and watching big eyes, you know, crazy eyes from Mister Deeds try and do his thing. <laughs> yeah, but you I mean like get if you want to get rid of Todd Bowles and McAgnan, get rid of them on Black Monday, you know, and then give oh, yeah, your yeah, yeah. potential new GM or you know head coach to you know that much time. Obviously, it's not a full season, like you say. Yeah, you would lose out on all that work they put in throughout the season, but. You give them more time. Don't let someone spend. I mean, how much money did they spend in free agency? Don't let them spend all that money on free yeah. agency. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know. A boatload of you know draft capital as well, mm. and then just fire him. And then give and then the kicker to give all the control to Adam Gaze. He's done that before in Denver, and it did not work. No, mm. sorry, in Miami. Sorry, Miami, not Denver. Yeah. In Miami, um, yeah, and it didn't work. And he got all the power, and he got rid of a load of people, got in his guys. It didn't work. Look at the shambles that Miami are in now. Mm. Like, I don't know how he does it. it mm. It's crazy. And, yeah, I don't understand. I mean, McCagnan's not drafted well. 
in the whole time that he's been the Jets GM because the Jets are bad. Mm. But to let him go ahead and waste loads of money, or well, not waste, but spend loads of money, mm. and then spend loads of draft capital and go, nah, sorry. And then it's, you know, hand the reins to Gase, it's crazy. Mm. Rob, and, then, and then Gase to turn around and say, actually, I, I didn't want Levy yeah. on Bell. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then, and then, and then to say, actually, I just want to coach. But obviously you don't because you want all the power. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, the Jets are going to be bad again. And, you know, they're going to set themselves back. And... I would not want to be in New York as a sporting fan right now with what's going on at the Giants, that melee over there, and now at the Jets. And also, I think one of the... And the, the Knicks bars, as well. Yeah, the, bars, the Knicks is, is an absolute nightmare. So, I, I yeah, respect. if you're in New York and you're a New York-based fan, and uh, respect to you for this season because it's going to be uh, a hold your nose, here comes the cold water. <laughs> I mean, not Jets related, but shout out to Fender the Podnik Costas, obviously <laughs> living that hell yeah. right now. We'll, we'll get we'll get him on in the in the summer to to eloquently put what it's been what it's like being in New York. Um, talking of uh, shambles, uh, Zeke Elliott was in handcuffs at the mu- music festival. Um, I mean, what an absolute shambles this was. Uh, I mean, I absolutely lulled at this. Um, let me just let me just get the quote up somewhere. But um, yeah, basically he was just, he was detained and not not arrested or you know he wasn't even handcuffed by police, um, which is <laughs> just crazy in itself. Yeah. But why can't Zeke? Why, I mean, I'm just going to fill the space while you're just searching for the quote. But why can't Zeke stay out of trouble? Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, weird. Did, you, uh, did anyone I, see the video? No, no I, I I wanted to watch it, but I just I didn't watch it. Um, trying to find pictures of it now as we're, as we're searching for yeah, it. Yeah, so obviously someone was just following him around with a, with a cell phone and he's obviously a bit plastered. Um, but so the, the quote I've got here, cell phone video posted by celebrity website TMZ appeared to show Elliot speaking with a woman and then several security, security and event staff members, uh, including one who falls over backward over a metal parking, uh, parking area barricade. And I've just put lol. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. He doesn't actually do anything. He just walks over towards him and then the guy trips over a barricade and, fall, and falls over and then it just... Yeah. I understand that he, he hasn't done... I haven't seen the video, but from what I've heard, he hasn't done a lot. No, he's but done nothing. Absolutely here's nothing. the issue. When you're Ezekiel Elliott, or for any player in the NFL who's been in trouble previously, you yeah. can't do this kind nah, of crap. Nah. And this is a public service announcement to Ezekiel Elliott. People never hear this, but... Dude, sort it out because there are fantasy owners who need you next year. <laughs> if you're going to get another two or three match uh, match ban, you've got to screw us over on our rankings. Mm. Uh, right now, I have the first overall pick in my main league this year, and I want to draft Ezekiel Elliott. So please stay out of trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I tried in, in our in our dynasty league, uh, Lee. Last year, I traded for Zeke. Didn't I? I gave up two. I think I gave up two. Two first rounders, Brandon Cooks and Mark Ingram, for Zeke and a second. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if he doesn't get banned, like Rob said, I mean, he's, it's looking like a good trade because he's going to be one of the best running backs in the league again, isn't he? Yeah, one hundred and one. I mean, but let me, let me. I mean, I, mean, I know we've mentioned basketball before, and now we're going to mention it again. But I mean, Zeke deserves it for wearing a LeBron jersey. So <laughs> he was, yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, look, he just looked weird as well, just in that kind of setting. But uh, anyway, um, moving on. Uh, did anyone have Ruben Foster in the first torn ACL sweepstake? 
No, but it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, also obviously uh, Ruben Foster is uh, done for the season. Torn ACL, uh, Washington uh, Washington Redskins. Uh, he picked up from obviously from the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously he wasn't charged with anything and was cleared of all the stuff that was uh, was been on whilst he was at San Francisco. But mm-hmm. uh, I know his coat, yeah, exactly. <laughs> his, his character, shall we say, is uh, somewhat nicely. coloured, yes. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I haven't got. I haven't got enough money to to be paid for, pay for charges. <laughs> yeah, we don't lawyers on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I get paid tomorrow, so I can maybe pay a portion. Um, <laughs> moving on, a couple of other bits. Gerald McCoy was released uh, by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, that led the way, paved the way for and Dominican Sue to sign. Was it a one-year deal? I think it was. Uh, two. Twas. It was a defensive tackle there. So, uh, obviously, in a division where you've got uh, some decent runners, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, uh, etc., etc., Devonta Freeman, uh, you need someone like Sue that's uh, probably a bit better against the run than Gerald McCoy. Any any hate or love for this move or these moves? Uh, no, not really. I mean, not really. I think it's it's an upgrade in what Bruce Arians wants to do. He wants to be obviously super aggressive. His defences were like that in um, Arizona. You know, in his previous job and before that in Pittsburgh. So yeah, no, it, I think it's a good move. It, it, Joe McCoy, it's never sort of he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but he's never sort of smashed the ceiling of ten sacks. You know, uh, for I don't think his whole career. And I might be wrong on that, but I think I don't think he's. I don't think he's got a couple of nine and a half. So, you know, if Evans wants more production, then he's going to get it. And McCoy probably wants. I mean, I know he's a franchise legend for the books, but he probably wants to have a chance to win something before he retires and he'll, he'll get that because he'll go to a contender yeah all these one year contracts as well it must be I, I don't I don't see any uh, money being thrown around what the one year deal is but it must be pretty decent um, yeah we shall wait and see on that one. Uh, moving on, last bit of news. Carl Rudolph, uh, close to agreeing a five-year deal with the Minnesota Vikings, obviously, over the last week or so. It was looking likely he was heading for the exit door. Five-year deal, though. It's quite a, t- quite a difference from being <laughs> cut, cut or traded, isn't it? Yeah. It's uh, uh, Kyle, the, the red zone reindeer, has a shiny new <laughs> contract. Very good. Very good. Thank you. I just thought that just now. Yeah. Kidding, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Lyrical genius. You've been recording with me too long. Um, yeah, obviously this. I'm, put... I'm assuming you're going to edit that bit out, by the way. No, 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 not at all. Uh, that'd be in the bloopers episode at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, obviously that puts a knife. Well, it doesn't really put a knife through the hearts of uh, of Smith owners, but obviously uh, makes it a bit cloudy now. And you can see uh, Minnesota Vikings obviously it, uh, lining up in more two tight end sets now uh, as well. But no, uh, no Carl Rudolph to to New England Patriots, uh, which were, some people I know were were kind of hoping for. But uh, no mm. Carl Rudolph to anywhere. He's probably looking looking likely. He's going to be a Viking for the rest of his career uh, until. Death do them part. Uh, any other news anyone wants to bring up before we get to second down and some more argu- I was, arguments? I was just going to say bad news for bad news for me because I dropped a Kyle Rudolph in our dynasty league, thinking that you know he was about to get traded or caught or whatever. So yeah, good yeah. good news for go, me. You can go, go pick him up. Is that in our league? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in our yeah. league. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. You got another week to go and get him. I think someone's already got him. Have they? I think so. Oh, I did mean, you? Oh, when did you? When did you cut him? Oh, when when we first like renewed our league. Ah, oh, right. Okay. He was like one of the people that made way for me to have my rookies. Okay, fair enough. All right. Yeah. Win some, you lose some. You, hey, come on. What do you, you want? You got James White off me for Ronald Jones and Doug. Well, Goldberg. yeah. I was just about to say we <laughs> that last week. Didn't we? Then I, tweet, I mean, I don't want it to become sort of an hour dynasty podcast, but no. I did get the good news of the San Francisco running backs all getting injured, apart from Jerry McKinnon, who I got. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a mess there, isn't it? Um, we'll, we'll talk about them shortly in second down because it's time to talk power rankings. Second down. 
Okay, so over the course of the last week or so, myself, Lee and Rob have uh, kind of put a list together of our power rankings. Obviously, it's quite a popular thing to, to um, instigate discussion. So uh, we've kind of, we've got a consensus and we've got obviously some some anomalies for, for people who are maybe certainly high on a certain team or low on, on a certain team. So we're going to go uh, through all of them uh, in in totality, but I thought it'd be just worth going through for the power rankings. Our kind of consensus top five. So we've got New Orleans uh, at one, New England at two, Los Angeles Chargers three, Rams at four, Colts at five. Any surprises in there? Probably not. Nah, nope. that's my one, two, three, four, five, but in a slightly different order. But this, they're all in the top five there for me. Yeah, yeah, we've all got different order, but yeah, it's consensus top five, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, I, I had them in that order. One, consensus two, three, four, five. Tier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but somewhere, some <laughs> the first the first uh, difference that we do have is the Kansas City Chiefs, who are consensus six. But Rob, you have them all the way down at number fifteen. Explain. I do, I do. Uh, yeah, um, unpopular pick by the sounds of things. Fifteenth uh, for me. L- listen, it's it's all to do with what they've lost on offense. Um, now I still believe that Patrick Mahomes is going to have a pretty good year, but when you see that they've, they've, they've Probably going to right. This this I might just put a disclaimer out that this ranking <laughs> sounds like does, a no 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 no. I'm not about crack dragon. This ranking includes uh, a Tyreek Hill ban in it. So if Tyreek Hill yeah. isn't banned for some reason, then that ranking is probably going to shoot up. And I know they're not a one man team, but he does make the difference in that offense. Um, so I'm looking at it as Tyreek Hill's not going to be there. Kareem Hunt's now gone. Um, I, I don't rate Nicole Hardman, who's came in as a, a rookie. I don't think he's going to light up the world like Torrey Hill did. Um, so for me on offense, it's Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey. Other than that, there's there's not a heck of a lot that interests me. Disrespect um, for Sammy Watkins. Yeah, so, <laughs> sorry, Sammy. Yeah, but he's only good for like seven games and then he gets injured, but he's broken foot <laughs> or whatever. So, um, but no, so offense for me takes a big hit. Uh, for the Chiefs, uh, defensively last year uh, they weren't very good. Um, I'm sorry, I just pulled up their stats here. They gave up the second most yards per game, 405.5 yards per game. They gave up over the regular season, which was only behind Cincinnati Bengals. So they weren't good on defense. Now I do understand they have uh, somewhat strengthened their defense. They brought in uh, Tyron Matthew and Frank Clark. They also have lost. Ford. Um, so again, it swings and roundabouts for the defense. I don't know if they've improved tenfold to be as good as they were last year. They might be sl- sorry to be sl- only slightly better than they were last year on defense. So with with the offensive hits and and the def- defense getting slightly better, it it still for me doesn't translate into to being a top team this year. Sorry, Kansas City fans, to to uh, to wheel on your fire. But- but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm just not very high. Fifteenth <clears throat> for me, this, this is my ranking, uh, but it can change depending on uh, on Tyreek Hill. I'll put that disclaimer. There's all sorts of disclaimers. Right. In there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sticking with it. Fifteenth, ranking the fifteenth, and there, there we go. That's my take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think for me, obviously, I've I, I don't know. I can't say for Lee as well, but <clears throat> my my ranking is six. Lee, you have him at five. Um, is, is obviously Tyreek hasn't been manned yet, and I've heard a few murmurs that you know it's not going to be as 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 clear cut and you know as cutthroat as uh, Cream Hunt was. Um, so I'm, I'm just baking in the, the six. You know, if Lee, if Tyreek Hill is banned for for eight games, where do you put Kansas City in the power rankings? Do you change them, change them at all? 
They would, they would change, there's no doubt about that. But, I mean, I don't think they would drop as low as 15. No. They would drop a bit. Yeah. Maybe maybe 8, 9, 10, maybe some, something in that range. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, then like Rob said, they're not a one-man team. But I think they, I think what I'm sort of keeping them high for, I guess, is because I feel like they have improved on defence a little bit. I think it goes a little bit further than what Rob said. Um They've got Frank Clark, who I think is a better pass rusher than Lee Ford. Yeah. I think they've got Emmanuel Ogba, who is great rotation piece at the defensive line. Yeah. And I think they on defense they drafted a few decent players. You know, they've got Kalen Thorns in the third. He back up to Chris Jones and plug some runs up front. Um, and they, you know, they picked up Juan Thornhill as well, which he he's got good ball skills. He's a turnover machine. And you know, when we're playing in the sort of sense that Kansas City do, where they kind of just going to try and blow everyone away with offense. And one of the reasons why I'm quite high on them still is Patrick Mahomes, you know, quarterback sort of um, sort of booster, if you will, for the rankings. Um, you know, and if if you're just trying to blow people away, all you need is turnovers. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you know, if you've got Ballhawk, you've got you've got um, on Thornhill there, and then you've got people who can create, you know, through up front, create pressure up front, which, you know, is going to lead to more turnovers, going to lead to more sacks, more fumbles. Things like that, you put Patrick Mahomes back on the field. It yeah. doesn't matter if they win every game, you know, by five points, uh, you know, and it's just one score in it. That's all they need. I think for, for me, uh, again, backing up my point for the offense, last year they had 5,126 passing yards, which was phenomenal. Patrick Mahomes was absolutely phenomenal last year. Well, you've got 1,479 of those going to Tyreek Hill. If he's not playing, I, there's no one else on that roster. Sammy Watkins is probably what seven, eight hundred yards. You're telling me Demarcus Robinson's going to get like be the man, or Michael Harmon's going to come in and get a thousand yards? It's not going to happen. Tariq Hill, thirteen hundred and thirty-six yards last year. That could probably repeat, if not slightly more. Um, Kareem Hunt was the, the main rusher last year, 824 yards. He's no longer there. I, I'm not a massive Damian Williams fan. I know he's in a fantastic spot, but he has done nothing other than a few games last year. Uh, you know, his career has not been special. He was rubbish in Miami. Mm. Um, so yeah. I don't think he's going to do anything special. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's just going to, they're taking a big hit for me. That's all. And I, I, I'm struggling to see where, if Tyreek Hill is, in, uh, is uh, suspended, I'm struggling to see where that 5,000 yards is going to repeat itself for them to be in that upper echelon again. Do you know what the X factor is? Go on. Andy Reid. He's, okay. he's going to scheme yards. He's, he's, he doesn't really need, you know, the best players in the world. He's always going to create an offense that gets the best out of people mm. and scheme yards. He's just going to get yards from making up good plays. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. He's a very good coach, so um, it might well happen. But yeah. uh, for me, I'm erring on the side of caution. Yeah, I mean, as well, Miko doesn't need to be Tyreek Kill. He just needs to be, you know, a half of a Tyreek Kill because, say, Andy Reid will, will, you know, I think you'll see a lot of, I know Patrick Mahomes, I think he was one of the highest in terms of um, passing touchdowns to, to running backs and, you know, running back yardage and that as well. So you'll probably see a lot more of that as well. So uh, Damian Williams and, Car- you know, Carlos Hyde as well is, is good enough to spot spot Damian Williams. It's a good enough rough one, mm. one two punch there. Oh, yeah. Um, but also another thing as well, Patrick Mahomes could be just like an Aaron Rodgers uh, in the making and just make everyone that's on that offense doesn't matter who they are, just make make them relevant. Uh, whether it's Sammy Watkins, uh, Michael Hardman, or you know um, Aldrick Robinson, or what, I think I picked him up in the Disney League actually, um, punting on punting on that. But yeah, it could, it could be just a case of you know Andy Andy Reid and and Patrick Mahomes 
scheming and and passing to it doesn't matter who's on on the other end yes you're going to miss Tyreek Hill's speed and his breakaway ability and his long play ability but um you know it's, it's not that's not their only their only weapon and like you say Lee their their, their defense I think is markedly uh, improved improved from last season with um, with Frank Clark and um Tura Matthew as well, and again, say like the Rams last season, they're not necessarily a good defense, but they can make plays and, and you know stop drives in in an instant. So uh, I'd, I'd say if if Tariq Hill gets banned for for eight games, I'll, I'll drop him down a couple. But considering who I had like at eight, nine, and ten, who have I got? Let's have a have a quick look. So I've got uh, six. I've got Green Bay, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Cleveland. I'd still fancy on a neutral venue for Kansas to to be uh, on par with those. So I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily drop them underneath all of those. But um, yeah. Also, one, one, one final thing on the Chiefs and Tyreek Hill. Obviously, we just mentioned Ruben Foster and how he kind of like, I want to say, get away with what he did, what he did. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's the same sort of situation where you've got word of a you know, partner, etc., against the player, and it's his word against hers at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's the sort of thing that he's probably going to get off with, you know. Yeah, I'd say Roger Roger Goodell come out and say obviously they're just going to wait till it all it's all blown over and then and then decide what they what to do. So, mm-hmm. those of there, yeah, that's very very insightful there from Roger Goodell. Uh, moving on, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to uh, the next one. Carolina, I am the highest of all of us. Our consensus we have them at twenty. I, I have Carolina eighteen. Lee, you have them at twenty five. Rob, you have them at twenty two. So a bit of disparity here. So maybe get my thoughts and then Lee's, uh, Lee's thoughts as well. Um, I mean, the main reason I had them at 18, uh, I even still think that's quite low. I know it's quite seems to be quite a lot of depth this year in the NFL in terms of in terms of talent and quality. But I just think everyone's everyone's up in this joint acting like you know Cam Newton's broken. Um, you know, you might have a bit of Andrew Luck syndrome in the shoulder, but I don't think, I don't think I'm quite ready to accept that you know Cam's old busted yet. Um, you know, they've got good good pass catchers and good for the system. DJ Moore had a good a good first year. I think he'll step up and, and be the one this year. Curtis Samuel, um, I think, will step forward a, a lot more as well. And uh, Greg Olsen, who's uh, medically cleared himself as well. So that's great. Um, but also, you, you've got you, you've got um, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, have you, have you seen this man's arms? Um, that alone puts them at 18. Um, <laughs> Shredded. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, top ten in, in yards on offense last season, top four in rush yards, which I don't know, kind of tells its own story about Cam. But um, Cam nearly had five hundred of those anyway. Uh, I just think people are quite quick to write the Carolina Panthers off. Uh, yes, they're in a, in a hard div- division, but it's quite a lot of recency bias here. I think um, you know eighth in average drive time, eighth in average yards gained per drive. Uh, I'm not quite sure. You know, I know. Let's not forget they were six and two before the uh, Pittsburgh. Did, Capitulation, uh, and think well, they end up seven and nine, something stupid. They couldn't couldn't win a game for Toffee, but um, yeah, I mean they're well on course for a playoff. I don't really see, yeah, you know, I don't I don't see Cam Newton's in any any danger of missing anything this season. I think he'll come back okay. Then you know, worst comes to worst, I, I like Will Greer as well. So, <laughs> um, but I think they added well added <laughs> added well in the draft on both sides of the line. Uh, Brian Burns and, and Greg Little. I just think Carolina should be. Uh, you know, then they're not. I know I've got them at eighteen, but they're not in the bottom half worst teams in the, in the NFL. Well, they are because you've got... Well, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. So if you like hearing it, say... Right. Just like no, I've just, I've, just, I've just moved them up to 17. <laughs> <laughs> that would still make them in the bottom yeah. half. Or I've just moved them up to 16. Um, yeah, Lee, Lee, what's your, what's, what's, what's your beef with Carolina, Lee? 
so obviously Cam Newton gets injured all the time. I mean, that's probably why they drafted Will Gray. Um, it's a bit of an insurance policy. He's a good quarterback, don't get me wrong. He, he's, he's not really got it done since they got to the Super Bowl. And he's got that kind of mental softness, I think. But, you know, will they be able to get back to those heights? I'm not sure. You know, your best wide receiver is a running back, by far. Um, and outside of that, I mean, I know you say the DJ Moore's had a decent season. Yeah, that's fine. But, you know, after that, you've got Chris Hogan, who, like everyone else, will probably turn into a pumpkin outside of New England. Curtis Samuel, he's kind of, you know, a, a half a running back, half a wide receiver. You've got one of those in Christian McCaffrey. Uh, offensive line, I mean, I'm not buying for Greg Little. I, I pre-draft, I didn't like Greg Little. Um, still don't. You're a sizeist. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at uh, my heart, I can't be. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not having that down as a big strength. Brian Burns, obviously, I wrote an article on this uh, for our Pickett Part series. I love Brian Burns, love the pick, love how he's gone to there. That that's a definite boost. Not going to shy away from that. Outside of that, you're not really improving the defense um, in the draft at all. You know, you're getting Bruce Irvin in, who's getting on a bit. You know, to add in as well in the pass rush. But apart from that, you're not really adding a great deal. This team wasn't good enough last year. I just don't think it is again. You say they weren't good enough last year, but that was only until Cam busted his shoulder after week eight or whatever it was. Yeah, but I mean, you're in the most competitive division in the in the game as well, you know. So they're going to beat each other up, and like I said, I don't think they have like the mental toughness to get over things mm-hmm. either. You know, you've got Greg Greg Olson who's patched up again. Uh, outside of that, you've not really got any tight ends, and like I said, I've already been through the wide receivers. And outside of Christian McCaffrey, you ain't got much of running back either. Mm. All right, fair enough. We shall, might have a have, might have a little back match bet. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try and think of something. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, Lee, any, uh, Rob, anything on Carolina? Uh, I, I'm sorry, Tim. I am with Lee. Uh, Get Cam off. Newton's only <laughs> Cam Newton's only thrown over three and a half thousand yards twice in the last six years. But that's not who. Um, that's not who he is, though. That's not who he is. Exactly, and that's why Carolina have been terrible because they haven't been good. And uh, I think that <laughs> they went to a, they went to a Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, right. Let's put it this way, <laughs> Carolina for me. Carolina for me this year are what Arizona were last year. They've got two half decent receivers. They've got a really good running back. And what defenses are going to do? They're going to stack the box. They're going to stop Christian McCaffrey, and then they're going to come unstuck because Cam Newton can't throw the ball properly. Uh, I, I can see it happening this year. I, I, I don't mind Carolina as a franchise. I don't particularly like Cam Newton. I think he's a bit of a knob. Um, I, I don't know. The, the, uh, I agree. I agree. The, the, shoulder, the shoulder thing worries me. Uh, I think they're going to be... I don't think they're going to be 100%. Greg Olsen is, is near enough dead. Uh, so I, I just I just think they are, on a, they are on a downswing, unfortunately. Um, and, I, and I think this year, they ain't going to get no better than last year, I don't think. Mm. So, Ca- Carolina number one pick 2020. You heard it here first. 2020. No, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Will Will Greer's here to save the day, boys. Will Greer. Um, <laughs> moving, moving on. Good luck with that. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh, let's move over to the Bay Area, San Francisco. Uh, I am quite low on the 49ers. We can, consensus we have them at 17. Lee, you've gone all the way in the Healy Heights of 13. Rob, you have them at 16. I have them at 23. Lee, why are you high on the San Francisco 49ers? Because, I mean, first and foremost, they're not going to be as injured this year as they were last year. They, they seem got destroyed by injuries before it even got started. Do you, yeah. do, you, do, you not, you know, do you not subscribe to the sleeper app and see what happened to their backfield this week? 
Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm going to benefit from that as I said earlier, so I'm absolutely fine with it. They're, they're two main guys are still fine, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, Tevin Coleman, Jerry McKinnon, both fine. Matt Brina did well. It's sort of filling in last year. You know, he's serviceable, but you know, if you've got Jerry McKinnon, who you paid quite a bit of money to, and have Tevin Coleman, who you brought in this offseason, how much of a role is he going to play anyway? Well, uh, I, I heard, I heard a rumor that San Francisco have more treatment tables than players. Okay. <laughs> well, they might do. I mean, Nick Bosa pulled up with a tight hamstring as well. So least, yeah. least them from Daniel Levy. <laughs> from there, they they had leftover from Darren Anderton's days. <laughs> well, that is it's probably going over the head of some of our younger. Listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I like what they did in the draft as well on offense. Just starting over there, uh, Steve Samuel, Jalen Hurd, I like those, and they already had into quite a decent. Um, wide receiver stable anyway with Marquise Goodwin and Dante Pettis obviously you've got the best tight end in the league uh, as well Jimmy G's back and that can't be bad news can it uh, then moving over to D uh, obviously you've got Bosa if you know if this hamstring injury is just a tight hamstring and he's not going to go the way of Joey and be injured all the time unfortunately but then obviously they've invested quite a lot in their defensive front they've got D Ford so I think that defensive front is going to be pretty you know it's going to be right up in the top echelons of the league um, and then you've, you've just got a solid deal all the way through. And then, so yeah, I just think with Kyle Shanahan's system and then, you know, the weapons that they've added, they've got more solid on D, they're going to be more healthy. I honestly think they could make a deep run in the playoffs. And that, that, that ranking of 13 could rise pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, I, can, I, I get the ceiling of, of the San Francisco 49ers, but for, for me... The reason I've put them at 23 is because I want to see it first. You know, this is the third season now under Kyle Shanahan. I think he's under a bit of pressure. Um, there's going to be no no room for, for hiding it this year. Um, I just, I've just i just got a funny feeling with all this, the people they've brought in. might take another year for them, for them to, to gel, get together and uh, and make a push next season. But I don't know if Kyle Shanahan will be allowed that luxury. Um, Jimmy G's actually yet to prove himself, in my opinion. Uh, didn't set the world alight uh, in his games last season. You know, less than sixty percent comp- completion uh, percentage, five touchdowns, three interceptions, four fumbles, and then deciding to make a stupid move and go out of bounds, uh, not go out of bounds, and whatever. But uh, uh, backfield is a mess. Um, like I say, more more treatment tables than players, but uh, it could also be like too many cooks in the kitchen here. That you got, you've got you know, Colonel Mustard. Uh, as well, and you've got uh, 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 all the other. Is that why? Is it that why everyone's going down injured because we're playing Cluedo? Hey, very good. Yeah, like it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and say the, this... thing is, the thing is about the backfield, right? I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I think we're looking at this through like a fantasy glasses eyes of like, oh, I don't know who to pick. Whereas Kyle Shannon's looking at it like he's got to win games. Yeah, but if he's put people on the field to score points, like no, 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 I get that. No, but for me, it's just more that you know, you're never going to get anyone in the rhythm. Some, you know, most most running backs need need touches and be able to feel the ball and get themselves into the game. But if you're if you're going to be in every four series or every five series, how are you going to get any um, you know constant any rhythm or you know, any any chemistry between like all the play, all the players on the pitch? I mean, Tevin Coleman did okay. In yeah, yeah. I was just about to say Tevin Coleman that the role that he had in Atlanta and. Freeman and that was where he was best at because when Freeman was missing last year Tevin Coleman didn't know what to do no no so, but that, 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 that's fine I'll get Tevin Coleman I'll, I'll give you that but then you've got you know Jarrett McKinnon's always been a bit part player as well I, ju- I just wonder if all the bit part players can can mold together and I, I know it sounds a bit counterintuitive but I know you bit part players are used to bit part um you know roles in offenses but I just wonder if it can all mix it can all mix together I, I just I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not sold personally but uh, we, we, we shall see but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, what else was I going to say? 
Uh, yeah, wide receivers again. You know, last year obviously the two relying on on George Kittle, Marcus Kubring went down, Pierre Garçon went down the year before that, or whatever it was. Um, he's not, he's not. I know he's not there anymore. I mean, I, I'm a big Dante Pettis guy. I also like Trent Taylor as well. I think he's still mm. knocking around there. Um, Goodwin, where does he fit back in, if at all? Uh, you know, hear rumours that um, he, he he might be out the door. Um, Debo Samuel again, player one of my the most exciting players for me coming out of the draft is a great addition. But can he take off year one? You know, wide receiver rookies um, that you know don't always tend to fit, fit, fare that very well. I just I just think whilst I, th- I I buy into in the long game San Francisco being a good team, I just wonder if it's going to be this season. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, it's a fair point. Um, they are a very young team, uh, a lot of first, second years in, in there. But I, I think they do start to turn a corner. And so I've got them at 16. So for me, they're teetering on the edge of a playoff spot. They might get in, they might just miss out. Um, that's why I have them. And I wouldn't be surprised. I think George Kittle is a fantastic talent uh, and obviously was, was overutilised last year. I think the same this year. Uh, he's going to be a very good fantasy player at the tight end position. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I am buying in. I'm, I, I do think it will take a couple of years for them to get into full full swing. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they sneak in the back door of the playoffs this year. No, top 10. There'll be a top 10 pick next year in the draft. Okay, there's a bet. We'll fight. We'll figure out. We'll figure out a bet for that. Yeah, <laughs> top ten pick. Um, yeah, no, I, I just not not, not convinced. And let, let's not forget as well, Ram, Rams and Seahawks is in. It's a very tough division. I mean, Arizona Arizona beat them twice last last season of the four games that they won. But um, yeah, not not convinced. I don't think they'll be very very. They'll they'll pick top ten. I'll, I'll tell you now. Um, you're entitled. You're entitled to your opinion, Tim. But you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm always told I'm entitled to my wrong opinion. Um, <laughs> staying in the NFC West, Seattle uh, consensus fifteen. I have him as high as eleven. Lee seventeen. Rob nineteen. Uh, Rob nineteen. Why? Uh, I've actually just changed it um, about ten minutes ago. Uh, they're now they're now eighteen. Uh, well, I was doing some last last minute prep. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang, how, how can you have face saving it? How can you have <laughs> how can you have Seattle lower than San Francisco? Um, because I don't like Seattle. Do you want to ma- uh, match bet who has best best season record? Oh, that's uh, a close one. Uh, yeah, that's that close. One. That's too close for me because they're only two points. They're only two picks apart. And they're in the same sort of tier. Uh no, I'm not taking the bet. I, I think I can see the Seattle Seahawks being in that sort of. 15 to 19 range but for me 18 their defense has been smashed the last few years they've got none of the legion of boom in in there anymore they're they're rebuilding the defense their offense isn't much better i i don't i sorry i, I know he had a good season last year tyler lockett but i don't i don't like tyler lockett i don't think he, i don't think he's an elite talent whoa. Uh, whoa 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 i have no tyler lockett slander on this podcast he's not he's 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 in the he's a guy who's He's a, he's a he's a guy. In the right place at the right time. He is a guy who we've paid to introduce this podcast. <laughs> oh, he's a legend. Like he is a legend. He's going to have such a good year this year. Uh, no, I, I don't really buy the locket. I, I struggle with with, with locket. I'm not a massive Russell Wilson fan. I don't like Pete Carroll. Um, I, I just generally Seattle are not a team that I particularly like. So that's probably um, cost them a couple of spots on my power rankings, uh, being selfish that I am. But yeah, I don't, I don't think they make the playoffs this year. Mm, interesting. See, I, 
I mean, we, we expected them to suck last year, didn't we? After um, what's his what's his what's his face came over, uh, Schottenheimer, wasn't it? Uh, and mm. just look, look how well they did. I mean, the first couple of weeks was a bit of a struggle, bedding in and, and what have you. But um, I think their offense looks more balanced on paper now. I'm not saying that they're not, not they're not going to go away from run heavy, but you know, Gary Jennings and David DK Metcalf and, and all the rest of them. I know no Doug Baldwin's not there, but he wasn't there much last season either. But uh, I think the defense is against them going to have to be a bit more honest with with DK Metcalf being there. Uh, and you know, Pete Carroll, this coaching staff. And and all the guys there, they know how to win games. Um, you know, they know how to elevate player levels to to perform beyond what they what perhaps they can they can do in other teams. Uh, I think I think they've improved from last season. And considering they were a playoff team last season, I don't see how I can't put them that high. So. Um, and Pete, Pete Carroll gets the best out of younger players as well. That's why it all went stale with the Legion of Boom because they were all getting older. Yeah. We've got to remember that Pete Carroll used to be a great college head coach. Yeah. You know, so he knows how to get young players behind him and get them to play. So yeah, yeah. I'd back you up on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, like, they're not. I'm not saying that they're the top five team of the they they oh, the, no, no, no. the legion the legion of boom when they were there a couple of years ago and went to the Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl. They're they're probably still a far cry from from that team, but they're a team like I say know how to play hard, have good home field advantage, and they know how to win games. Yeah. I just think I just think um, they'll they'll again say the playoff team last season. I'd, I'd, that they have an outside shot to to win the division, uh, in my opinion. Um, I just I just think they'll be there and thereabouts because they always are. And Russell Wilson is is you know, is that is that good? Yeah, yeah. So are we all having the Rams down as a bit of a regression then. Um, with saying all this, because obviously I'm saying San Francisco might make a deep playoff run. We're talking about Seattle making the playoffs. So we having the Rams as a bit of a regression team. I mean, I'll start. I do a little bit. I mean, I know we've got ranked like fifth now, but yeah, I think I could, could see some regression there. Yeah, I mean, well, it depends on, on Todd Gurley first and foremost, doesn't it? Um, I, I don't think the defense will be as good as as uh, opportunistic, maybe or, or as as good as good as it was last season. I know Wade Phillips is one of the best as, as a DC, but um, yeah, I mean, potentially. But the Rams, mm, I mean, I, 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 I don't see the Rams getting to the Super Bowl. So in in that respect, technically, you have to say yeah, there'd be regression. I think they'll go, mm. they'll, they'll still get to the playoffs and they'll go out a certain round. I think maybe the New Orleans will get their retribution. It's all written in the stars. <laughs> okay. I think I think the Rams' defensive line is not going to be as good, and therefore Jared Goff's not going to be as good. Yeah. And, and obviously, people have sort of seen how to beat them now with the New England. You know, the taking it down below fifteen minutes, so he doesn't have Sean McVay in his ear, etc. Copycat league people are going to do that now, and yeah. Jared Goff is maybe going to regress. That's a big re- reason why I think they might regress as a whole. It's centered around Jared Goff and the offensive line, and you know, to a degree, I do. Yeah, do agree. Sorry about uh, what you said about the D as well. Mm. Sean McVay, Sean McVay will have up his sleeve, and obviously Cooper Cup would be back as well. So, uh, obviously struggled without him last last season. So, mm. um, yeah, Ooh. we shall see. Okay, last one up then on the power ranking differences. Uh, Lee, you've got the uh, Redskins at uh, sixteen. Me and Rob have him. They have them at twenty-two. The consensus being twenty-two. Why do you love, or well, not love the Redskins, but why are they better than uh, than Carolina? Um, <laughs> how long have you got? I mean, uh, no, to be fair, I think this is more out of the fact that I really like the Redskins draft. Uh, Rob will know what it's like to win the draft as a Colts fan. And I think, you know, in a few months down the line, when we sort of see all these players play and how they integrate, we could be talking about the Redskins winning the draft. Um, you know, they've got Montez Sweat. They've already got pretty solid defensive line. Obviously, Ruben Foster's not going to be there, which is a blow for them. But they've still got Ryan Kerrigan, who averages... You know, over 10 sacks a season, which no one seems to talk about. 
So yeah, their defense is solid. You know, they added Landon Collins. They've still got Josh Norman. Even I'm not judging Josh Norman's biggest fan, but you know, we won't mention that too loudly when I'm sticking up with the Redskins. Um, you know, but he's still solid. He's not a great player. He's not as good a player as he thinks he is. But um, yeah, I think they've got pretty solid D. And added Jimmy Morland as well, who's a really good late round uh, slot corner, who I think will be a sort of more talked about player as an NFL player than he was in college. Um, I think he'll he'll sort of be one of those players that people will be like, oh, when, when did he get drafted? Who's this guy? Kind of thing. And he got drafted in the seventh round and he's good. Um, obviously, moving on to offense, you know, offensive line is still pretty solid, even though you've got Eric Flowers in there at guard now. But, you know, <laughs> and Trent Williams. I mean, let's not pretend that Eric Flowers is going to make this team any better. He's not. Uh, you know, but Morgan Moses, Trent Williams is you know, an underrated tackle combo. And then you've got Brandon Scherf in there as well. So, yeah, I think the offensive line is pretty good. You've got Jordan Reed, if he can ever stay healthy. Prayers up for my fantasy team. <laughs> and then, you know, wide receiver-wise, you know, you've got Kelvin Harmon, Terry McGlory, and two, two uh, young guys I like. You know, not great deal outside of that in terms of veteran help. Obviously, Josh Doxon and Paul Richardson could do something. Um, <laughs> you know, and then you've got Haskins or Case Keenum, and Case Keenum's not going to suck. And then I mentioned it the no, other is. week um, about the... Jay Gruden sort of running scheme. It's going to get it's going to get results. It always does. Yeah, you know, you've got various guys possibly coming back. When that will be, who knows? I think he's going to be back. I read a report the other day that came through that apparently he's going to be a full guard training camp. So that's oh, positive. Awesome. Even even more reason to to yeah like the Redskins. Then you know, and then after that, you know, you've got Adrian Peterson who did a good you know good season last year, and then you've got you know the whole stable that we talked about last week. So you've got a good running game with a good running scheme. Um, you know, a quarterback who. <laughs> He's not going to be the greatest quarterback in the world. He's not going to be the worst either. You know, he's going to look after the football, and you know, he's not going to be terrible. You got some young guys that you like, good defensive line, good defense. I don't see what there's not to like. You know, above being a mid mid range team. No, like I say they they were um, they were in the driving seat, weren't they? And, uh, in the in FC East last last year as well. And, and I think my my ranking of twenty two is just more about the the unknown. You know, again, a lot of pieces here to to gel, to gel together and, and get a bit of chemistry together. So it's probably why I've put them next to, to San Francisco as well. So, um, but yeah, I, I I do really like the Washington defense. And say Dwayne Haskins only has to be kind of competent because uh, it's just going to be a ground and pound game. Uh, Milan on the defense type of type of team, and those teams usually fare quite well. Just look at Seattle. Um, uh, as well, over the, over the, again over the last couple of years. So, um, yeah, well, you say I'm I'm not ter- terribly low on on the Redskins. It was just more of a wait and see first, and to see who a who the quarterback is. If if they name, I'm not a big, I'm not a Case Keenum person, uh, but then Haskins shouldn't be thrown in at the deep end either. So, um, yeah, I just exactly. think there's going to be a lot of moving pieces, and again, that doesn't it's not really conducive to to results on the field. But yeah, again, the, the more stable bits of the backfield and the defense are, are still there, so they'll, they'll win a, a couple of games in a poor and if, and if East. and if Dwayne Haskins is like starting in let's say week five just as pluck a sort of week out there the way the Redskins do things is going to be conducive to him being successful as well he was never asked to do it all in Ohio State so he doesn't have to be the star in Washington either you know you can lean on the running game you can lean on a wide receiver who he's also already got a relationship with and lean on defense as well so I think yeah I'm quite I'm quite happy with Redskins in sort of mid-table for me and you know when they start winning in the AFC least again you know they're going to start Sorry, NFC least. Ah. Uh, uh, I messed up my own joke. Damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, when they start sort of topping that little division, I think they'll 
razzled my power rankings quite quickly. Uh, Lee Wakefield, you have sold me. I've just moved up to Washington. <laughs> I've moved them from 26 all the way up to 19 because you've, you've sold me. And also, I just remember that uh, I read that bit about Darius Geist. So, so they're starting to look a bit more clearer yeah, uh, well, in that offense. Yeah, so, well, I, uh, yeah, move them up. Yeah, well, I've just moved them down to 33. So. <laughs> uh, there we go there we go power rankings we'll, we'll post a i'll post a, a graphic up of all our, our rankings and uh, as that we're at the end of, end of this podcast just so that we can because power rankings is obviously a good one to instigate a bit of conversation as well so if you want to go and do that you can do so on our twitter at full 10 yards uh, but now everyone it's time for the full 10 questions in third down Full 10 questions here on the full 10 yards, third down. And we welcome back. We've got three people left to go. And uh, this week is Steve Rains from the, of course, Kickers, Kickers Matter podcast, podcast that uh, I listen to on a week-to-week basis. Stevie, welcome you back in. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks, Tim. Really good. Yeah. Nervous, but looking forward to it. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so three more people left to go. Uh, last week, of course, we had uh, 8 out of 10 in 1 minute 31. Do you, th- do you think we can better that? Fabulous effort from Simon. Uh, no, but we'll have a go. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, Simon from uh, Claps in Pocket podcast was uh, took the took the lead, took the clubhouse lead last week. So we shall see if we can do any better. Steve, are you ready? Uh, yeah. Why not? Why not? Indeed. Right. Let me just get me uh, get me stopwatch going. Okay, I'll lead you in, and I'll start the clock when I've uh, started reading the, the first question. We'll go in three, two, one. Question one: Which team play the home games at Lincoln Financial Field? Um, the Eagles. Who is the current head coach of the Denver Broncos? Um, Vic Fangio. Uh, what number does wide receiver Golden Tate wear? I should really know that. Um, uh, ten. Which player was taken fifth overall in the uh, 2019 draft? Uh, Devin White. How many how many yards does an illegal use of hands hands to the face penalty incur on the defense? Ten. Name any any team that former quarterback John Kittner has played for. I don't know. Uh, the Bears. Uh, question seven. Name any team that has only ever appeared in one Super Bowl. Uh, oh, God. Uh, one Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Which player? Question eight. Which players combined most uh, combined rushing and receiving touchdowns for the LA Chargers last season? Uh, Melvin Gordon. Question nine. Which team in the NFC East has letters in their logo? NFC East. NFC East. Uh, there's another Redskins. Another. Oh, the New York Giants. <laughs> Question ten. How many career rushing yards does Drew Brees have within fifty? I haven't the foggiest. Um, you can't have run none. 560. Okay. We just shall stop the clock there. How do you think you've done? Uh, average. Average. Okay. Well, we, we shall go through and have a look. 
Philadelphia Eagles, of course, at Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, Vic Fangio, uh, when I was writing that question, it actually took me a couple of seconds to think who the hell it was. But so, yeah, Vic Fangio, uh, Denver Broncos, obviously taking over this offseason. Uh, Golden Tate, number 15 for the New York Knights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devin White, of course, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number five. Uh, fifth overall there. Uh, legal use of hands, hands to the face is five on the defence. Uh, automatic yeah. first down. Uh, John Kittner, who did you say for John Kittner? I said the Bears. The Bears, you did say the Bears. It, it was unfortunately Cincinnati Bengals, Seattle Seahawks, Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yeah. So no, no Bears on there, I am afraid. Uh, name any team that's only appeared in one Super Bowl. Um, I've got Atlanta down as two. The, one, the teams that I've got down as one, uh, New Orleans, of course, one. Uh, Arizona losing to Pittsburgh. Uh, Tennessee, the Chargers, and the New, the New York Jets will be in, in one Super Bowl. I said Jets as well, damn it. <laughs> uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, most touchdowns receiving and rushing. I think it was 14 all told uh, off the top of my head. Uh, New York Giants, of course, NFC East letters in the logo. But I'm not sure Jack would allow you back on the podcast uh, if you got that one wrong. I hate that because I've just got to try and think about the helmets. It took me ages on that. Nightmare. <laughs> what do you What do you think of with the uh, the Cleveland Browns uh, logo then? Well, well, <laughs> I'll tell you what I think of. But it's too. It would be polite. No, so. I'd have to beep it out probably. Um, and finally, so what be? What's that? That's three out. So you, currently, going into the last question, you have seven seven out of ten, uh, and it all comes down to this because you need it because you had one minute forty one is your time. Uh, how many career rushing yards for Drew Brees? Within 50, you went 560. It's 758, so no bueno, unfortunately, yeah. on that one. But, uh, yeah, it's quite high, I thought, actually, for Drew Brees. Yeah, it's higher than I thought, mm. considering he, doesn't, he can't run, but yeah. then again. You might, you, you might have been a bit more of a spring chicken a couple of years ago. Yeah, true. When he, when he started out. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, just the, uh, just the, what have you got, one, one, two, three, four, was that seven, seven out of ten, I think it is? Here, let me just check that. Six. One, two, three, four, six. I'll get you down as four wrong. Six. Yeah, we've got six. We got yeah, six out of Yeah. Never mind. That's uh, not not too bad to say some t- some toughies in there as well. And uh, yeah, John Kitt, not many people know who. Uh, I could have been a bit tougher on John Kittner and asked who he played for in NFL Europe, but I'm not that. Uh, I'm not that. I'm, I'm terrible with quarterback, like with back at like well, not even just but just older quarterbacks. Unless they, you know, did anything, I tend to forget them. Yeah, it depends. Depends who, are, who are, I don't. I don't know why these uh, these quarterbacks come into my head, but there we go. Never mind. But so uh, yeah, six out of ten. Just before you go, Steve, let you go. Obviously, you do the Kickers Matter podcast. You maybe want to tell the listeners once again what what that's all about for those that don't know. And uh, obviously, you um, you said to me off air about the uh, the Devi League that, that Jack's currently uh, conceptualising. Yeah, no, look, so the Kickers Matter, uh, po- um, we're a podcast, uh, we're three British guys that uh, talk the NFL, but from a fantasy football perspective, we're big fantasy football nuts, um, we're all in, I think the combined number of leagues we're all in is, getting, is insane, it's over 50 anyway, um, so yeah, we, we, we even in the off-season, we, we do, I mean, to be fair, tonight we've just recorded one based on IDP, um, Jack's also doing a spin-off pod, um, Still under the kicker's matter name around the Devi format. Um, but it's just three guys chatting, um, having a bit of a laugh. We don't take ourselves overly seriously, but we try and still kind of get to the, get to the points that, that are relevant. Um, we just have a bit of fun, really, as much as anything else. Lovely stuff, yeah. And I say one, it's always a, at the top of my uh, top of my week to week podcast of listens. I'm not a Devi League person myself, not really much for college either. But so, uh, yeah, I might I might dip in and out, say because I enjoy listening to you boys. But yeah, good podcast for those listeners out there that don't go and listen to it. Uh, kickers, is it at Kickers Matter, isn't it? Yeah, at uh, Kickers underscore at Kickers underscore Matter yeah, on it. Twitter. If you find us on there, yeah. 
Um, you'll find links to our website on there as well, where we've got a lot of content now. Um, finally, it took us to this off-season to stop putting content on that website. Yeah. We've got some great writers now that have joined in, um, Alan Sansom and Tyler Braski. Uh, apologies, Tyler, if I spelled your surname, <laughs> uh, surname wrong, but uh, we've got some other writers on there, so it's not just the three of us. We've got, we've got some other guys contributing on that as well, so uh, all their help is uh, much appreciated. Yeah, don't worry, Steve. I've, I've butchered his surname as well when we had him on, so I wouldn't worry too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, what did you say really, when you had him on? Uh, Belosky. Okay, well, I've, yeah, I've no idea. Um, yeah, there we go. We'll figure it up with him. <laughs> I'll make sure I say it right in future. Yeah, it's just easy to the title of an Eli podcast, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, so Steve, uh, thank you for coming on, my friend, and we'll speak soon, no doubt. Okay, cheers, Tim. Thanks, one. Not to be there for Steve from Kickers Matter podcast for the full 10 questions. A couple of people left to go. Sam from Head on a Swivel and, of course, our official aficionado, Roger Goodgrave. So we'll get those over the next couple of weeks. But it's time for fourth down. And Tim, 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 Tim. Yes. Let me just stop you for a second because I've got a little surprise that I'm going to put towards you and Lee here. Right. Uh, and I think it's the right place to put it uh, because I'll tell you what happened. A couple of days ago, I was listening back to some old episodes and I actually listened back to the episode before I joined you two. Right. Um, and you pair had a quiz with each other. Right, we did. Yeah. All 10 yards quiz together. Yeah. Um, and I must say, I was outraged that um, <laughs> Lee's questions were a lot harder than Tim's <laughs> were. I felt it was very, very unfair. So what I have done... I have devised <laughs> 10 yards questions for you two. Right. Okay. Uh, and I want to add this in as a little bonus for our listeners today to have a second full 10 yards questions, if that's okay with you, Tim. So what I'm going to need you to do right now is to drop that lovely, beautiful, melodic, melodic? Melodic. Melodic. <laughs> Melodic uh, <laughs> tune, the, the wonderful theme tune to the uh, to the full ten questions. I need you to drop it right now. Uh- okay. I mean, you you can't just get enough of that song. That's just great. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so if- Exactly. I was going to do it myself, but I couldn't quite remember the tune. Very good. This has gone south very quickly. Uh, if you two boys are happy, I've devised 10 questions and they're all very similar. They're very similar questions. And, and what we'll do is um, I'll go, we'll go in snake order. So uh, if Tim goes first and the second round, Lee will go first. Blah, blah, blah. So it keeps Also, nice we're against there. each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's, I admit, I'm totally misunderstood. I thought we were, like, joining forces. Nah. Okay. No, 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 no. Oh, it's, yeah, that's fine. Do, do, because that episode that I listened to, it was you yeah, versus yeah, yeah. Tim, and I think it was a little bit unfair. So I'm going to set the record straight. <laughs> you two boys are playing for your own heads here. Right. So who can take the title of, you know, the the most intelligent podcast <laughs> okay. on the podcast, okay. all right? Okay. So it's, there's no timing. Um, it's, it's just a straight 10 questions. If you're ready... Yeah. Bring it. I will start. Okay, question one. Tim, you'll go first. Thanks. How many Super Bowls have oh, the this is, this, is, this is set up. If, if you're not giving us a choice of who goes first and second, this is set up. No, it's no, not. No, no, no. I promise you it's really not. I promise you it's not. The, all the questions are pretty much exactly the same, but we'll, okay. you'll, you'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Okay, fine, um, fine. So, okay, Tim, first Sorry, question. How many Super Bowls have the Atlanta Falcons won in their history? 
how many Atlanta Falcons have they won in their history? Oh, have they? They're not won more than one. Uh, oh, I looked at this today as well because I was writing some questions for Steve. Um, <laughs> they've had one super, two Super Bowl losses. Uh, I'm going to go with one. Okay, Lee. You next. How many Super Bowl wins have the Vikings had? Mm. I know that one. Uh, <laughs> maybe it should have been six years <laughs> well. <laughs> Rob, why didn't you tell me? We're going to set it up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. Uh, two. I'm going to go four. Okay. Question two. Uh, Lee, your honours. I want to know, where do the... Buffalo Bills play their home games. Oh, New Era Field. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tim, I want to know where the Tennessee Titans play their home field home games. Nissan Stadium. Okay. Question three. Tim, first. Within 200 yards, how many rushing yards over his career in the regular season does Ladanian Tomlinson have? Oh, within two hundred yards. Within two hundred, Jesus. No, it's no, it's not considering I'm going in north of ten thousand. Um, oosh. I'm gonna go 11, 11,381. Okay, Lee. I want to know also within two hundred yards how many receiving yards. Did Randy Moss have over his career in the regular seasons? In the regular seasons, Randy Moss, he would have had twenty. No, not that high. Seventeen thousand five hundred. Okie dokie. Question four, Lee first. Uh, by what name was the Baltimore team known as before moving cities in 1984? The Colts. Okay. Tim, hmm. the Tennessee Titans used to be called what until their relocation to Tennessee in 1997? Uh, Tennessee Titans. Were they not the Houston Oilers? <laughs> There's a lot of unsure answers going down between us. <laughs> okay, question five. Tim first. Andy Dalton played 11 times last season before his injury, but how many touchdowns did he throw? In 11 games. Hmm, I will go with... Is this got to be spot on the nose as well? Uh, I'll let you... Yes, it has got to be spot on the nose. It has got to be spot on the nose. <laughs> Uh, Just 11... because of Lee's question next, that's all. Right, okay. Uh, 11 games, I don't know. It's going to be a guess, isn't it? Uh, I'll go 19. Okay. Lee, Christian Kirk long. played 12 games in his rookie season. How many touchdowns did he score? Four. Okay. Uh, Lee, question six. Who drafted Nick Foles in the third round of the 2012 draft? The, well, then St. Louis Rams. Okay. Tim, Eli Manning was the first overall pick in 2004 for which team? Bloody hell, I should know that. Uh, 
Eli Manning. Eli Manning. I have no idea. Um, ugh, I don't know. Indianapolis. Come on, Tim. I don't Come know. On, Come on, Tim. I thought I, I was going to say <laughs> San. I was going to say San Diego, but. Oh, well, you should have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, got, I tell you what, I, tell, I got confused with Drew Brees because Drew Brees was San Diego as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, question seven, Tim. First, um, who was Jerry Rice's last team that he played for in, in a regular season in two thousand and four? Ooh, Jerry Rice. Uh, oh, I'm again not sure. Oakland, okay. Lee, what was Randy Moss's last team he played for in the regular season in 2012? The Patriots, okay. Question eight, Lee. Oh, damn, no, it wasn't. Um, these are a couple of Homer questions for you boys this this one Uh, yeah Lee Uh, Lee I want to know what college did Keenan Allen play for California Tim Mm -hmm. I want to know what college Ezekiel Elliott played for oh that was uh, Ohio State okay question nine Tim first um the most watched Super Bowl in history with 144.4 million viewers was in 2004. But who won the game? Ugh, 2004. Uh, that was around the Bucks time, wasn't it? Uh, I'll go Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, Lee. In 2004, uh, Tim got the answer wrong but i want to know who <laughs> won the super bowl the following year in 2005 oh, was i want to say the books 2006 so it wasn't then um 2005 this is a pretty this is a guess uh i'm gonna go with the packers but it's a total guess okay uh the final question Lee, you're up first what team was Andy Reid head coach of, head coach of before Kansas City? The Eagles. Okay, and Tim, final question. Pete Carroll was a head coach in the NFL uh, before he went to USC in 1997 to 99. Which team was it? So can you repeat that question again? Pete Carroll. Yeah. Before he was Seattle Seahawks. Uh, head coach he yep. was usc head coach but yep. before he was usc head coach he was head coach of another nfl franchise which one was it uh new england yeah you had that question before i did they <laughs> uh, asked you that question in the first quiz oh really sorry i didn't know yeah. i did uh, no, 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 uh, you uh, take that uh, okay <laughs> let me just let me just take all that up real quick um so uh question one how many super bowls have the falcons won tim you said one, the answer is zero. Lee, you had Vikings as down as two. They won nothing. The, the answer is zero. They've yeah, been to, they've been to, they've been to four Super Bowls as well. Yeah, so that was. I a get a point for that. Yeah, um, <laughs> What was that? <laughs> I, get, I get a point for that. Cheers. Well, I get a point for knowing yours. Then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, uh, question two was, where does the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans play the home games? You both got that right. Buffalo play at uh, New Era Field, um, at Orchard Park, uh, which used to be called Ralph Wilson Stadium. So I would have given that to you as well. I would, uh, Lee, I would. You, you, uh, Sorry, and Tim, you got Nissan Stadium uh, for Tennessee, which was correct. So one each. Uh, question three, within 200 yards. That was a bit harsh. I do apologise, 200 <laughs> yards. But you were both miles out. Um, Ladane... Yeah. Ladanian Tomlinson, uh, Tim, you said 11,000 something. 21,000. Uh, 13,684. Mm, no. Have down. Um, and Randy Moss was 15,292. Okay, so not too far. No, you weren't too far away. You weren't too far away. I can't exactly remember what you said. 17-something I said, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, so question four. So still 1-1 at the moment, Ty. Uh, so question four, uh, by what name was the Baltimore a team known as before moving into uh, 1984. It was the Baltimore Colts. Yeah. And Tim, you also got yours right. Uh, the Tennessee Titans were the Houston Oilers. Woo! Uh, question five. Um, Andy Dalton played 11 times. Uh, how many touchdowns did he throw? It was 21. So Ooh. you were too I was not close, that. though. That you could have uh, given me within two. I think yeah. I was going to say like 15 if it was my question. Well, I would have said I would have said two, but the, for the next question for Lee, the answer was three, not yeah, four. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so two either way was a bit bit extreme. Yeah, I yeah. thought. So, no, I think it was um, fine. <laughs> 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 um, so uh, question six then: Who drafted Nick Foles? It was actually the Philadelphia Eagles that drafted. Uh, him. He then went to play yeah, for the Rams, so uh, and then and back. It's the a fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, and as we've already established, Eli Manning was drafted by the San Diego Chargers <laughs> and then I think traded the next day, was it? Or the yeah, next yeah. week? Oh, like um, an hour or so later. Yeah, yeah traded to the uh, to the New York Giants. Uh, very shady what happened there. Um, so that's 2-2 two, two, heading into question seven. Who was Jerry Weiss's last <laughs> teammate played for? Uh, it was actually the Seattle Seahawks Jerry Rice last played oh, wow, for okay. in 2004. Um, and Randy Moss was San Francisco. Oh, no. Uh, San, okay. Yeah, San Francisco. Um, so after question seven, it's still 2-2. Two, two. Desmond. Uh, <laughs> this is bad. We've got a Desmond on our hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what college did uh, Keenan Allen play for? You're quite right. It was Cal. Uh, Tim also went correct with Ezekiel Elliott, uh, played for Ohio State. So it's 3 3. Uh, getting tighty whitey in here. Uh, Tim, question nine the most watched Super Bowl in history in yeah, uh, 2004. Know. Who was the winners? It was the New England Patriots. You got that one wrong. But they, they were wearing, uh, they, didn't you know, they were wearing Tampa Bay shirts underneath. <laughs> oh, were they? Oh, sorry. No, you don't get a point for that. Um, Lee, you guessed. The Packers. Uh, the Packers, and it was the Pats. It was back-to-back Pats, I'm okay. afraid. And, and then it was the books in 2006, right? Uh, I don't know. I didn't didn't answer that question, so I didn't <laughs> see what the answer was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the final question, the question of 10, um, Andy Reid was, in fact, the Philadelphia Eagles head coach before KC. And Pete Carroll, between 1997 and 1999, was the New England Patriots head coach. So after all of that, after... <laughs> Full 10 questions. It's a tie. It's Tim for Lee for, and Shocking. I haven't got a tiebreaker, so you're both as good as each other. <laughs> and I was wrong about the books as well. I've just looked at it. They were 2003. Yeah, there you go. Take a, take a point off yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Thanks for uh, completing. So what we're saying is, if Rob's a bit more lenient with his, you know, leeway questions, could have been a different outcome. Yeah, I'd, I'd have won. I'd got San Diego. <laughs> I see. To, I think that, that that actually that little segment failed. So I nah. that was good. <laughs> good. Oh, oh it good. was a bonus. Oh, it was good fun. It was oh, good fun. loyal listeners. It was. It's an honour to share the accolade with my co-host. Yeah, I get. I get to keep the trophy though. Yeah. Yeah, I think mean, yeah. it's the one. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a couple of weeks we'll we'll restart uh, the next next season of, uh, of of quizzes. Obviously, we've got a couple of weeks left, and then we'll we'll open it out to the public and get some get some people on. Um, yeah, before we go, obviously, just want to a couple of things. You what? Which Rob will obviously have to take part. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll me and you will sort Rob out. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll sort Rob out. Um, yeah, obviously, just before we go, I obviously want to say uh, busy times here at the full 10 yards. You know, we're not just doing quizzes, we're doing a lot of work as well. Um, obviously, Rob and Lee, you've uh, branched out your Twitter uh, profiles for your college and your fantasy uh, branches of the full 10 yards. Uh, what, what's, your, what's your handle? Is that F10Y College and F, at F10Y Fantasy? Yes. Uh, F10Y CFB. Ah, CFB. That was it. College is yeah. too long. Uh, yeah, yeah and so yeah go, go and give those a follow as well as well as us and also we obviously we're doing a competition at the moment you could say it's a terrible prize uh you can win a terrible towel and an american football wash bag all we have to do is follow us retweet our pin tweet at full 10 yards and sign up to our telegram which is t.me forward slash full 10 yards uh articles are in full swing again we're right in the bang in the middle of pick it apart today i put up dexter lawrence brian burns yesterday uh we're on a 17 day streak for at least one article on the website so uh busy times ahead good stuff uh, fancy fancy football stuff coming very soon uh indeed but also we we'll also want to announce that next week we have two two top guests on the show we have the ceo of the sleeper app uh which many of you may be Maybe using for your fantasy leagues this year. So if you have any questions for the CEO of the Sleeper app, uh, do get them in. Uh, DM us or get us uh, on the website. Uh, use the contact form or just uh, at us on Twitter. And of course, uh, the jewel in the crown, Nat Coombs, a uh, guy who I've been following for years and years. Uh, absolutely stoked to have him on without sounding too Australian or using Australian words. Um, but yeah, any questions for Nat Coombs as well? Can be anything from his his career in in media to his favourite pizza toppings. Uh, so yeah, just get in contact with us uh, via DM, email, or you know contact at full 10 yards uh, and then finally uh, if, I, if I can just get a quick breath in uh, first month Monday of every month starting in June uh, we're going to be doing a, a Monday mailbag so again any questions whatsoever for any of us whether it be fantasy college betting or again maybe you want to know what Lee's favorite pizza topping is uh, I don't know um, get in touch with us and we'll we've got quite a fun little thing lined up there for for the mailbag on the Monday so that'll be the first Monday in June we'll we'll do loads of uh, social media to support that so again yeah very very busy times here lee on the full 10 yards yeah definitely yeah we're, we're keeping growing and we're keeping the content rolling so yeah no it's an exciting time to be involved and hopefully an exciting time to be a reader or a listener or you know however you want to get in touch with us yeah rolling like fred durst rob yeah i've killed lee yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I was just reminiscing there about the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. good times. Um, uh, 
Yeah, I promised the listeners that um, I'd have my um, stat-based projections up by now, and um, I lied because they're not up yet. Uh, but I promise they'll be up by next week's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first initial stat-based projections for fantasy this year. Um, I've got about eight teams left, so I've just got to sit down over the weekend and finish them off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they'll be up on the website real soon. So keep your eyes peeled. Eyes peeled. Eyes peeled. Yeah, I, I've, I've done a couple of teams. I need to get, get through a hell of a lot more. But talking about the 2000s, do you know who, who I listen to there at work? Uh, have you, anyone heard of a band called Ramstein? Oh, I love yeah. Ramstein. Ramstein. Yeah. Or, um, well, uh, Mutter, I think the album was. Really old yeah. one. But yeah, there's some bangers, absolute bangers on there. Foyer Froy, because that was the best. Foyer Froy, yeah, that's a good one. I'm more of an ish, Ishville person. It's real, yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have a good playlist tonight yeah, on Spotify. Yeah, yeah a bit of Ramstein. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I haven't listened to them for do, God do, knows how long. Do you speak German at all? I did. I have done German. I can speak. Ich kann sprechen die Deutsch. I lived in Austria for a few years and picked up the lingo. And uh, I can tell you that the, the Ramstein lyrics are juicy um to say the <laughs> least and if you're under the age of 18 don't google their lyrics <laughs> for translation horrendous yeah i mean i mean the, the lyrics to son isn't um aren't too imaginative but um it's like one here comes the sun two here comes the sun but there you go um yeah yeah we've gone off on a bit of a tangent there we've got three minutes just under four <laughs> minutes left to kick it off so uh, i suppose on on that note ladies and gentlemen we will say goodbye from the full 10 yards Really enjoyed that one. Good, to, good to have a few arguments. I feel like we uh, we bonded to, on today's podcast, fellas. Always bond through arguments. It's a great way. Yeah, yeah. I hate you both. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Shame it's not like that on uh, on Twitter, is it? And uh, NFL UK tickets. But there we go. <laughs> that's that's one for the off season. But there we go. Okay, that's going to do it for all of us here at a full 10 yards. Really appreciate you listening. Please don't forget to retweet, share, subscribe, rate, review. Really do appreciate anything that uh, you can do in that regard. Don't forget to get involved with our contest. We'll be back next week with a couple of bonus podcasts as well and, of course, our, our usual Wednesday podcast. But in the meantime, it's goodbye from Rob. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Lee. Yeah, see you on the other side, everyone. And it's goodbye from me. We'll speak to you all next week. Have a good week and have a good weekend. In the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's a bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards. Or email the show, full10yards at gmail.com.